Welcome to Little Readers Podcast, dedicated to literacy, listening skills, comprehension, and a love of reading. This episode includes part three of Amelia Bedelia Means Business. We'll begin with chapter eight, Amelia Bedelia's Last Stand. The next day, Amelia Bedelia waited until just before lunchtime to open for business. She figured that by then, people would be hot and thirsty and bored enough to want a glass of lemonade. Her parents came along to help. Her dad set up her lemonade stand while her mom unfolded the sign. They attached it to the bottom of the sign for Wild Bill's Autorama. Looking good, said her dad. Terrific name, said her mom. It's perfect, said Amelia. I squeeze a whole lemon into every glass. That's a lot. Amelia Bedelia was so proud of her sign, she admired it, while her dad set up chairs in front of the stand. The sign read, Lots of Lemons, Handmade Lemonade. Thanks, Daddy, said Amelia. Now my customers won't have to stand. This is more like a lemonade sit than a stand. Her father kept checking his watch. I have a surprise for you, he said. I called the television station about your business. They thought it was a cute idea. They're sending their news team to interview you. Amelia Bedelia jumped up and clapped her hands. Really? Will they make a commercial for me? Nope, said her dad. You'll be a story on news at noon. That's way better than a commercial. It's the real deal. Dad and I are going inside to look at the cars for a few minutes, said her mom. We'll send some customers out here for you. Thanks, said Amelia. I'll get ready. She cut lemons in half and put them in a big bowl ready to squeeze. Then she arranged the cups and ice. A few minutes later, a van from the Action News team pulled up. They were her customers. A reporter and a cameraman walked up to the stand and introduced themselves to Amelia. As she talked with them about her business, she made them each a lemonade. The cameraman started shooting the scene while the reporter began interviewing Amelia. To truly appreciate what happened next, You'd have to have seen it on TV. Down at Pete's Diner, Pete and Doris always turned on news at noon for their lunch crowd. Here is what they saw. Ted Daly here, news at noon, right outside Wild Bill's Autorama, where another business is having its grand opening, an old-fashioned lemonade stand run by this young lady. Pete said, It's Amelia Bedelia! A policeman was having pie and coffee at the counter. He looked up and said, You know her, Pete. I had a run-in with that girl in the park. Pete nodded and said, Officer O'Brien, be glad Doris served you that cherry pie you're eating. They looked back at the TV. Ted Daly told the viewers how Amelia Bedelia 
made her lemonade while the cameraman shot a close-up. Amelia Bedelia makes every glass by hand. Just lemon juice, cool water, ice, and a bit of sugar, Ted Daly said. Amelia Bedelia handed Ted Daly a glass of lemonade. I use one lemon in each glass, she said. That's a lot, but it tastes better. It's why I call my business Lots of Lemons. As Amelia Bedelia pointed at the sign behind her, the camera pulled back so people watching on television could also see the sign for Wild Bill's Autorama. You folks at home, take it from me, Ted Daly. Amelia Bedelia's lemonade may be a sweet deal, sweeter deal than you'll get at Wild Bill's Autorama. Amelia Bedelia was thrilled. Her dad was right. Being on the news was great. Her lemonade was going to be famous, and maybe, just maybe, she'd make enough money to buy half of a new bike. That's when the camera began to jiggle up and down. The cameraman could not hold it steady because he was laughing so hard. Back at the diner, Pete said, Looks like an earthquake at Wild Bill's. Doris covered her mouth with her hand and gasped, Gracious, Amelia Bedelia's sign makes Wild Bill's cars look like lemons. Pete shut his eyes and shook his head. Back at Wild Bill's, Ted Daly turned around to see what was so funny. He looked at Amelia Bedelia's sign, too, and doubled over with laughter. Then Wild Bill himself came out to see what was going on. Amelia Bedelia was so impressed to see him in person, he was a real celebrity. Howdy, fellas! said Wild Bill. What can I do for you? Are you in the market for a new car? Ted and his cameraman tried not to laugh, but that just made it worse. What's so funny there, fellas? asked Wild Bill. Ted pointed to Amelia Bedelia's sign. He was laughing so hard he could barely stand up. Lots of lemons? read Wild Bill. That's a sweet idea on a hot day like this. Then the joke dawned on Wild Bill, too. Lots of lemons, he bellowed. Lots of lemons? I don't sell lemons. My cars are the best. My cars are not lemons. Of course not, said Amelia. Cars are cars. Lemons are lemons. She handed him a glass of her lemonade. Here, she said, my treat. I'm not going to stand for this, he said. You don't have to, said Amelia. Have a seat. That's why I brought chairs with me. Wild Bill bent down to look at Amelia Bedelia eye to eye. Little lady, are you mocking me with your lemonade? Oh, no, sir. You are famous, said Amelia. She pointed at the TV camera. Everyone knows you. Wild Bill looked straight into the camera. Is that thing on? he asked. His face turned from white as a ghost to red to white again. 
he strode toward the camera, took off his cowboy hat, and used all ten gallons of it to cover the camera lens. Television screens all over town went dark. Back at the diner, Doris and Pete and the policeman stared up at the blank screen. Be glad you're not Amelia Bedelia right now, Doris whispered to Pete. Chapter 9 If life hands you lemons, oh, never mind. Like Diana's pink slip, the aftermath of Amelia Bedelia's lemonade stand fiasco was not at all pretty. Amelia Bedelia took cover in the car showroom until the grown-ups sorted things out. TV station agreed to run Wild Bill's commercials for the next three months for free. Amelia Bedelia's parents agreed that she would not sell any more lemonade for 30 days, and then, if she still wanted to run her lemonade business, she would stay a mile away from Wild Bill's. Back home, Amelia Bedelia faced a new worry. What am I going to do with 50 bags of lemons? She moaned. <laughs> I've got 500 lemons. Well, you know what they say, her dad said. If life hands you lemons, you make, uh, you make, his voice trailed off. He stopped before he said the dreaded word, lemonade. You make what? asked Amelia. What do you make? Uh, you make the best of it, said her mom. Amelia Bedelia's dad looked very relieved for some reason. Her mom continued, you can make lemon squares, lemon marmalade, lemon tarts. Oh, mom, lemons are tart to begin with. They're born tart, said Amelia. Yes, said her mother. That's why a lemon tart is so tasty. You know what? I'm craving lemon tarts right this minute. Let's make a big batch. Amelia Bedelia's mother gathered the ingredients, got out her tart pans, and showed Amelia how to make lemon tarts. Amelia added extra lemons to the recipe. She had tons to use up, after all. Amelia and her mother and father each ate a slice of lemon tart as soon as they cooled. As her dad savored his last bite, he squeezed his eyes shut and shivered. Wow, he said. That was one tart tart. Bingo! Amelia Bedelia knew exactly how she would use up all her lemons. She would make lemon tarts for everyone she knew, adding extra lemons to make them extra tart and extra special. Next day, Amelia Bedelia got right to work. She discovered a small tart pan in the pantry. It was perfect. With just a little bit of help from her mom, she baked a dozen bite-sized tarts. She packed them carefully in her lunchbox and put that in the basket of her miserable, rusty, beat-up bike. Then she headed off to Pete's diner. 
As she took a shortcut through the park, Amelia Bedelia saw the pink slip lady sitting on the same bench as before. Only now, instead of having just one dog, she was surrounded by at least a dozen dogs of all shapes and sizes and colors. Hello, pink slip lady, Amelia called as she rode up. That's me, said Diana, laughing. And you must be that famous lemonade lady I saw on television, right? Amelia Bedelia parked her bike next to Diana and the dogs. Guess what? I took your advice, said Diana. I started my own business, too. Here it is. She opened her arms to the dogs. I love walking my own dog so much that I decided to do it for a living. Now I am a professional dog walker and trainer. See how well behaved they are? Wow, said Amelia. Could they do tricks? Sure, said Diana, but usually I need treats to inspire them, and I'm all out. I'll have to pack more tomorrow. Do they like the taste of lemons? asked Amelia. She took out her lunchbox and gave Diana a tart to taste. Amazing, said Diana. It's so little and yet so tart. I make a very tart tart, said Amelia. Do you think the dogs would like them? Diana broke off a piece of lemony tart and put it on top of Buster's wet nose. He didn't move. He just sat there with the tiny piece balanced on his nose. He doesn't like it, said Amelia. No, said Diana. I've trained him well. Watch this. Diana snapped her fingers. Buster sat up, flipped the piece of tart into the air, opened his mouth, and gulped it right down. He wagged his tail happily. He does like it, said Amelia. She looked over at the other dogs. They were looking at Buster and at Amelia. Then at Buster, then back at her. What about them? Can they try a tart too? Diana said, how many do you have? Amelia Bedelia set aside enough tarts for Pete and Doris at the diner. Then Diana showed her how to make the dog sit and lie down and roll over and jump into the air. When the tarts were all gone, the dogs gazed at Amelia and wagged their tails wildly. Diana said, Look at them. You made lots of furry friends today. They'll never forget your tarts or you. Amelia replied, Thanks, Diana. I love dogs. She patted them all one last time, got back on her bike, and waved as she rode away. Hey, Amelia Bedelia, Diana called. You should start a new business. You could call it Tart Tarts. Amelia Bedelia tried to ring the bell on her handlebars to let Diana know that she loved her suggestion. But it was broken, and it didn't make a sound. On her way to Pete's diner, 
Amelia took a detour by Wild Bill's autorama. He wasn't there. So she left a tart for him with a note. She wrote, I'm sorry again about the sign. Here is one lemon I hope you will like. Yours truly, Amelia Bedelia. Chapter 10 When Amelia Bedelia walked into Pete's diner, people turned to look at her. I'm embarrassed, she thought. I hope they weren't here when I stepped on that piece of pie. Then she heard whispering, That's her. Her? Are you sure? Sure, I'm sure. It's that little lemonade lady. Amelia Bedelia began to blush. She was so happy to finally see Doris. Doris gave her a huge hug. Hi, Amelia Bedelia, she said. We saw you on TV. You're a big star now. Amelia Bedelia was still blushing and had started to explain what had really happened when Pete came out of the kitchen. Pete said, Look who's here. Step on any pies lately? Or did you come back here to kick our coconut cake? Amelia Bedelia sat on a stool at the counter. I came to apologize, Amelia said. You gave me my first job, but I didn't do a very good job at it. Pete took a plate of hot french fries from a passing waiter and set it down in front of her. Ooh, yummy, said Amelia. But I don't have enough money to relax, said Pete. It's on the house. Whose house? Amelia asked. On your house? Never mind, Pete said. They're on the counter and they're on me. I mean, they're free. Oh, thanks, said Amelia. She put her lunchbox next to the plate of fries and dug in. What's that for? asked Pete. Did you bring your own lunch? No, no, said Amelia. I have a present for you and Doris. She opened her lunchbox and took out her last two lemon tarts. Pete took one look at the tarts and declared, Time for a coffee break. He poured two cups of coffee while Doris put the tarts on plates and got two forks. Wow, they look terrific, said Doris. They taste even better, said Pete. Do you really like them? asked Amelia. You bake such delicious brownies. They're famous. Ha! A great lemon tart takes a lot of skill. My brownies are a dime a dozen. A dime for a dozen? said Amelia. That's a good deal. She dug deep down in her pocket, pulled out a nickel, and put it on the counter. I'll take six brownies to go. Doris chuckled. Coming right up, hon, she said. You're a better businessman than Pete. Keep your money, Amelia, said Pete. Just bring me two dozen of your little lemon tarts every day. I'll pay you 50 cents apiece. Doris did the math quickly in her head. That's $12 a day, she said. Do you think you can do that? Amelia Bedelia thought it over for at least a half a second. Then she gave Doris a thumbs up and Pete her firmest handshake ever. You've got a deal.
Amelia Bedelia headed for home. She felt great, and she had baking to do. She cut through the park, pedaling as fast as she could. She sped up when she saw the policeman. Then she flew past Diana and the dogs. The dogs began to bark and pull at their leashes. Amelia Bedelia looked over her shoulder and waved at them. That was when she ran into Suzanne Scroggins. Literally, both girls were thrown off their bikes. Both bikes crashed to the ground. Amelia Bedelia rolled across the grass and came to a stop at the edge of the flower bed. Suzanne skidded down the sidewalk. Amelia Bedelia dusted herself off, then went to see if Suzanne was okay. Are you all right? asked Amelia. Oh, I guess so, said Suzanne. She pointed at Amelia's elbow. You're bleeding. Amelia pointed at Suzanne's knee. So are you. Why did you run into me? Suzanne demanded. Are you trying to wreck my bike? What do you mean? asked Amelia. It was an accident. Amelia remembered that Doris had tucked a napkin into the box of brownies. Here, Amelia gave the napkin to Su Suzanne. Here, wipe your knee. Suzanne looked in the box and said, You gross! What's that? Amelia said, Well, they used to be six brownies from Pete's diner. I must have landed on them when I crashed. They got smooshed into one big chocolate pancake. Suzanne smiled. That's a good thing. It looks like they broke your fall. Amelia Bedelia tore off a piece of the big brownie and ate it. They still taste great. I'd love to have this pancake for breakfast. Here, try some, Suzanne. She gave her a piece. Call me Susie, said Suzanne. Wow, this is yummy. Suzanne said goodbye to Amelia and got back on her bike. But when she tried to pedal away, the wheel made a scraping sound. Uh-oh, said Amelia. No problem, said Suzanne. The bike shop where we bought it is right by the park entrance. Do you want to come with me and see if they can fix it? Amelia Bedelia and Suzanne walked their bikes over to the bike shop. It was called the Spokespeople. While the owner of the shop, whose name was Marcus Smith, repaired the wheel, they wandered among the rows of bikes for sale. Above her, hanging from the ceiling, Amelia Bedelia saw a beautiful bike. It was just like Suzanne's, but it was red. One day, that will be my bike, she vowed. If either of you ladies wants to get a new bike, Marcus said, here's your chance. He taped a poster on the wall behind him. It read, Annual Downtown Celebration and Bike Parade. First prize, the bike of your dreams. Listen to this, said Suzanne as she read the poster. Decorate your bike for the parade. This year's theme is individuality. The winner can select the bike of her dreams from the spokespeople. Amelia Bedelia was excited but wary. So far... Signs had given her nothing but problems. Maybe this poster would change her luck. She did have one question. What kind of decorations can we put on our bikes? Marcus shrugged. 
Good question, he said. Since the theme is individuality, I guess you can do whatever you want. If I were you, I'd use plenty of imagination and be as original as you can. He spun the wheels of Suzanne's bike. They turned smoothly. All done, said Marcus, and it's on the house. Whose house? asked Amelia. Your house or Pete's? Huh? Marcus asked. Thanks, yelled Suzanne as she and Amelia rode off together. Good luck, ladies, called Marcus. Thank you.